In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today we have arrived at this Sunday before Christmas, also known as Genealogy Sunday. And what I'd like to do over the next five liturgies that we have between now and Christmas is to take from the Orthros service of Christmas morning and to share a few of the beautiful hymns of that day, to share with you the hymns because of the beauty and depth of those hymns in their rich theology and how they help to open our hearts and our minds to the living God and what he has done for us on this day. We hear in the Kentuckian and Ecos for the Nativity of Christ the following beautiful words. On this day, meaning on Christmas Day, on this day the Virgin bears the transcendent in essence, meaning beyond all comprehension and understanding. Because we fully do not know God, we only know what he has revealed to us, and our human minds are only capable of understanding but a fraction of who and what God is in all his splendor and all his glory. And yet God has done something marvelous for us in making the one who is transcendent in essence and beyond all comprehension and unseen, seen and understandable to our human minds. So it says, on this day the virgin bears in her womb the transcendent in essence and to the unapproachable, meaning God who was beyond all comprehension and understanding the earth itself offers him a cave so that he may be born in Bethlehem in that cave where a trough used to feed animals laid in it and Christ himself, the God before all ages who created this very earth and all the cosmos was laid in it in his human flesh. And so it says the earth offers a small cave and listen to what each offers the God who has become one of us. And it says the angels join in choir with the shepherds in giving glory to God who this day has brought salvation upon mankind. It says with the star the magi traveled on their journey to find the Christ child. They saw his star in the heavens and they understood that something great had just taken place, and they followed it, and it brought them to that cave, and that manger, to that trough in which the Christ child laid. And the hymn says that for our sakes is born a young child that day in Bethlehem, in that cave, in that trough used to feed animals, he who existed before all the ages. And the text capitalizes he and who, and obviously God, reminding us precisely who was born in Bethlehem that day in that cave. And listen to the marvelous things that the hymns tell us 
has taken place because of that simple birth in that cave. Bethlehem has opened Eden. You know in the gospel, into the, in the book of Genesis, that when God cast man out of paradise into this world, he placed an angel at the gate to paradise with a flaming sword turning every way so that no one could enter paradise. And paradise had been closed to mankind because of his rejection of God and turning away from God. And it says, for our sake is born a young child who existed before all the ages in Bethlehem has opened Eden. Paradise is no longer closed to mankind, but because of the birth of the Christ child, paradise is open once again. And the text tells us to come and let us see what God has done for us. For we have found joy in secret. Come and let us take possession of paradise that is within the cave, in that dark cave, meant to harbor animals and to feed them and care for them and shelter them from the weather. Paradise is open. Where there was darkness, now there is light. Therefore the virgin hath borne a babe and made the thirst of Adam and David to cease immediately. Adam who was cast from paradise at the moment he rejected God and sinned, realized his nakedness and that he had lost the divine clothing and raiment upon which God had filled him with when he breathed life into him after forming him from the earth. And Adam understood what he had lost and became sick and was eternally suffering. And God in his mercy and compassion cast him into this world that he might die and have a second chance. And this day we celebrate that Adam's thirst to have what he had lost. And David who understood and and tells us in the Psalms precisely the woes of mankind and the suffering of all humanity because of Adam's rejection of God. His thirst likewise is filled with the coming of the Christ child. It says, therefore let us hasten to the place where now is born a young child and listen to these words. Where is born a young child, God, before all the ages, not simply a child, not simply some great prophet, not simply a child blessed by God to become his son, but precisely the second person of the Holy Trinity who created all the cosmos, the divine logos, the word of God, the living word. It is precisely him who comes down and becomes a human being, and the one who was born of Mary. You remember in Genesis, after God has created everything else except man, when it comes to man, the language changes. It's not simply let there be light or let the seas bring forth life. Suddenly the language changes. 
It says, let us create man in our own image and likeness. The fathers play on this and say that there was a dialogue amongst the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit about creating man to become like God. And they fully understood what would happen and that man would reject God and turn away from him. And yet in God's love, he still created us with free will, unlike the animals. But he created us with free will to choose to love him or to reject him. And in that deep love, he creates man knowing that one of them would have to become one of us in order to save us from our own sin, sickness, suffering, and death, so that it might be fulfilled that God who created us to become just like him could still become just like God. So God becomes one of us on this day. And the, and the Synaxarian of Christmas morning says, on December 25th in the Holy Orthodox Church, we celebrate the nativity according to the flesh of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ. And listen to these words from the Synaxarian. The child born is God, and the mother a virgin. What greater marvel has appeared in creation? The question mark. Let us understand the great depth of this feast and what God has done for us this day. God, as we heard in the Synaxarian of this morning, was not simply God who pretended to become a man. It was not an illusion. He was not a ghost. We heard his genealogy today so that we understand that God himself really did become a man. He had a lineage. And starting today in the gospel with Abraham, to whom was made the promise of salvation, we hear of all of those fathers who came before us, many of them righteous, many of them very sinful, and yet every one of them loved God and therefore gained salvation. So let us this day remember the great love and the depth of God's mercy and compassion upon us that on Christmas Day, he fulfilled his promise to not abandon us and to become one of us, that we might become one with him. May God bless you and save you. Amen.